This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 189. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 189. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Before we dive in today, I do want to formally announce that we will be opening up new Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind in the new year. So if you want to participate in a mastermind group with other mamas who are looking to build momentum in any area of your life, personally, professionally, your health, your wellness, your fitness, anything that's important to you to build momentum, to set goals, to be supported, to have some accountability, this is for you. We meet virtually as a group every week and we have a private Facebook group where we can communicate and connect on a daily basis. And it's just a really, really fabulous community of mamas who get to hang out with me and get to connect with each other and get to make some new friends. So if you are interested in participating, email me at info at shamelessmom.com and I will add you to the interest list so you will get all of the information first thing as soon as I have it ready to release. All right, let's get started with today's show. Hello, shameless moms. We are one week out from Christmas, so I don't know if you're counting down the days out of excitement or if you're counting down the days just ready to get it all over with. Regardless of what camp you're in, I hope that you are finding some joy this holiday season. I will tell you today, I was having a really frustrating morning. I have some kind of stressful business things going on that I'm trying to wrap up by the end of the calendar year, which I don't think are going to happen now, but it's been a big hustle to try to get things to happen. And as part of that process, it's been a lot of emails flying back and forth with a lot of high level people who speak like high level languages that I don't speak like legal talk and stuff. So as a result of that, it's been a little chaotic and stressful and overwhelming. And this morning was one of those mornings where I just felt like, oh my gosh, like none of this is going to go the way I wanted it to by the end of the year. And also, why am I even doing this 
right before Christmas. Like, can we shelve it until after the first of the year? Because these conversations are getting a little exhausting. So I was able to go a few hours after all of this was happening. I was able to sneak away and go caroling with Vinny's class, which was hilarious because it was 22 four and five-year-olds walking down the neighborhood business strip where we live, which is all these little small businesses, restaurants and bars and a bookshop and a couple boutiques and cute little places. And the kids went into each location and sang a song or two, super short songs. And they were hysterical. Like every place that we stopped about I don't know, probably a little more than half of the kids sang. Some of them would like have their back to the people we were singing for. Some of them were like, wouldn't make eye contact. A few of them sang with enthusiasm. They were the minority. There was always at least one person crying because someone touched them, pushed them, stepped on them. They missed their mom. They didn't get the right jingle bell. I mean, like you name it because this is four and five-year-olds, right? So someone's always in tears and it was a really great refresh and reset from my reality. So I highly recommend whenever you're feeling stressed out by grown-up land, go to Kidland for a minute and you will get a few good laughs. So that was a really fun way for me to divert some of my attention and kind of reset my day in the middle of the day. And then I did an amazing interview with Lori Lee, which is going to be coming out in a few weeks. It'll actually be, I think, early February. But her interview is about her podcast called Love Your Story. And I can't wait to share this interview with you. Lori just, she shared some of her own story, which inspired her podcast. And it was just a great interview. So those two things totally turned the day around, really helped me refocus and just re-energize and kind of get over the grueling issues of the morning. So that was a good lesson for the holiday season that sometimes you got to get through the grueling stuff in order to get to the good stuff. I also want to share before we dive into today's episode a really great review that I just got over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. So thank you. Thank you for the reviews. Like every time I go and check, there's new reviews there, which I so appreciate. Cause like I said, this helps other moms know what the show is about when they come check out the show in iTunes or an Apple podcast and it helps them understand if it would be a good fit for them. So they don't waste a lot of time listening to something that's not going to be helpful. So I love this review from Realtor Kim. She said, I started binging all of the back episodes recently, and I feel like I've gleaned so much useful information and small tips that have made a real difference for the way our family runs. Some of the info is fun, some is generally interesting, but I feel like I walk away from nearly every episode with some tidbit that I'm grateful for hearing and many things I've started implementing into my daily life. This has been one of the best and easiest ways to become a better mom, woman, and wife that I've done. I'm super glad I started listening. I heard about this podcast from For Crying Out Loud, another favorite. So thank you, thank you, Realtor Kim. I really appreciate that review. And yes, shout out to For Crying Out Loud, which is one of my favorite podcasts. You can find it in the kids and family section of iTunes or Apple Podcasts as well. And Stephanie and Lynette are amazing hosts and they're hysterical and they're fun and they have great personal experiences and stories that they share. Lynette is Adam Carolla's wife and Stephanie Wilder Taylor is a writer and comedian in down in California who's written for TV shows and just she's amazing. So and they both have great stories that they share and tons of like anecdotal motherhood, parenthood, raising kids kinds of stuff that is just very relatable. So highly recommend that podcast. What I really appreciate about Kim's review is how much she 
point it out and recognize and acknowledge getting helpful information that actually changes your day and changes potentially like changes the course of your life if you implement these kinds of things over time. Because from the get go, that's always been my goal. Like I want to be able to be on the show to talk about things that I love talking about, but I also want to make sure that you all walk away with something that is impactful for your day and something that you can take away as an action step to change the course of your day immediately if needed. So I'm glad that that is being received on the listener's end. So I really appreciate that feedback, Kim. If you want to leave me a review, you can do that over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And like I said, I really, really appreciate all the reviews. And I am so pumped that we're like cruised right past that 200 review mark and we're just keeping going. So I appreciate that so much. Okay. So today's topic, I got an email a week ago, a little over a week ago from a small business owner. And she was very worried about the current status of her business. And the email was kind of panicky. Like, what is your advice on this? What is your advice on that? She's not a coaching client of mine. She's a woman I met recently. And she was just reaching out with me to ask me a few questions. So I was not able to reply immediately. Shortly after I got the email, I got an Instagram message from her that was also somewhat panicky. And that Instagram message said, Sarah, what do you think about all this? I'm thinking about quitting. I'm thinking about giving up on my business and doing something else. And this got me to thinking how much I've heard this over time, especially working in the fitness industry and the health industry. So all the times I've heard other women talk about quitting, and then also the times that I've thought about it myself. So I thought about quitting my fitness business in 2008. It was right before I got married. I lost a bunch of clients because I was not focusing on my business. I was focusing on my wedding. And then on top of that, just a bunch of random things. Like I had a bunch of people move and just kind of random life circumstances where it just all came together. Like I lost a bunch of people at one time and then the economy crashed and like tons of money was gone. Tons of my income was gone. And I completely panicked. And I got on Yahoo because at the time... I didn't know about Google. I'm not even sure it existed. And I got on yahoo.com and was searching like other career paths and decided that I might need to go back to school. And there was a Yahoo headline that said you could go back to school. It was like, go back to school, become a dental hygienist and make $70,000 in a year. And I was like, that's it. That's obviously what I need to do. So I told my husband this plan told my mom this plan. I was like, yeah. And I mean, I was very upset about it because I was like, first of all, I don't want to quit doing what I'm doing in fitness. Also, I don't want to be a dental hygienist, but I don't see another option. And if this can get me $70,000 a year, this seems like the right thing to do. And both my mom and my husband were like, um, we don't really see you as a hygienist, but like, if you want to do that, we'll support you. So I thought about it for a while. And then what I ended up doing was taking some really scary leaps with my fitness business instead. I totally leveled up in ways that they were risky for me. They were not super risky as I look at them in hindsight, but I signed up for a business building conference for specific to fitness businesses. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this conference in California. Like I'd never traveled for a conference before. I've never like bought a plane ticket and a conference ticket. Like all this was a huge expense money that I did not have. I went to this conference terrified, not even sure. I was like, I maybe signed up for a total scam, but I got there. It was amazing. I started surrounding myself with people who I saw doing way bigger things than me. And I thought, oh, it's totally possible. If these people can do it, I can do it. Like they don't have anything special. They're amazing, special, unique people, but like they don't have any talents or gifts that I don't have. There's no reason that I have the same education, the same experience as all these people. If they can make a million dollars in fitness, I can make a million dollars in fitness. 
So I just set my goals on going back home and continuing to level up and continuing to connect with people who were doing bigger and better things than me in all areas of my life. And it has served me really, really well. And it has impacted my business, but it's also impacted my relationships, my friendships, who I hang out with. It's impacted so many things. It's impacted my confidence. It's impacted my drive. It's impacted my discipline. It's changed everything. So when I get emails about people saying that they want to quit something in business, I have some questions because I'm not someone who believes that quitting is always bad. There's this quote I can't stand, mostly because it's from Lance Armstrong, who I'm not a fan of, but something along the lines of pain is temporary, quitting is forever. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of TILT is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the TILT Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. I think there's totally a time and a place where quitting is appropriate. But I also think that sometimes we let excuses be a reason for quitting and not really legitimate reasons be a reason for quitting. So my feedback to this person, she asked me some specific questions about her business, specific questions about like how she could sell more things in her business. And she was very focused on like, how can I make more, you know, $70 sales? And how can I make more like kind of a one-time transactions? And she asked me a series of questions related to that. And I didn't answer any of them. And I just replied and I said, who is in your network? Who are you hanging out with? Where are you connecting with other people who are doing what you're doing on a bigger level? Where are you networking with on a local and national level? Because she has the potential to be a local, national, international brand. I sent her this list of questions about basically how do you level up? Not like how do you try to sell something for $70 to the person down the street today, tomorrow, the next day. How can you level up and be connected to the right people and be seen in the right places? Because that's what's going to be really, really important. So along those lines, you might have a goal around weight loss or exercise. So coming into the new year, you might be thinking 
something along the lines of, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to go to CrossFit or I'm going to go to bar class or I'm going to go to Orange Theory five days a week. And you might get like a week and a half in and be like, wow, this is a lot. Like I'm sore all the time. I have to get up really early and it's expensive. All those are reasons that you might be like, hmm, Sarah, I'm thinking about quitting. And when you send me a message like that, anyone who would send me that kind of message to say like, how can I make it earlier, easier to get up early in the morning? Or how can I be less sore? How can I afford this? My question would be, how does this make you feel strong? How does this make you feel powerful? How does this give you more energy for the day? How does this impact your creativity and your productivity at work? How does this impact your patience as a mother? So all of my responses to all the reasons you might want to be quitting that thing or all of your obstacles that you're facing in the moment actually might be more related to how can you level up your thinking so that you're not buried in this nitty gritty about what makes something painful to get to a goal in the moment. Because that's what happens is that we get really caught up in the pain and the obstacles that are in the moment and we lose sight of what the bigger picture is. So With that said, when I'm coaching people, whether it's in their business or in their wellness or whatever it might be, I always ask them, what does the long-term plan look like? Is this something you see yourself doing in three years? If you're going to start a podcast this week, getting ready for 2018, do you want to be talking about this thing in three years? Do you want to be talking about this thing in five years? Because if you don't, then I don't know that I would suggest starting it. If you want to have a weight loss goal of 30 pounds, I don't want you just looking at this week. I want you looking at very long term. What is that going to look like to you? Because having a piece of cake today doesn't really matter for weight loss tomorrow. It matters like how many days of the next year are you going to be having a piece of cake? Having the cake one time doesn't matter. Sleeping in through your workout one time doesn't matter. Missing a whole week of workouts doesn't matter. But these are the things that make us quit. We have like one obstacle, one kind of fumble. And then we're like, oh, I'm just going to stop doing that thing. It got a little hard. It got a little uncomfortable. Maybe I bit off more than I thought I could chew. So now I'm going to quit. So my first advice would be looking at leveling up who you're hanging out with, looking at what are your whys. Your why is going to be really important. If your why is in losing 30 pounds is to have lower risk of cancer, lower risk of heart attack, lower risk of stroke, to live longer, to have better quality of life while you're alive, to have more energy every day, to keep up with your kids, to be able to get on and off the floor with ease. If those are your whys, then you need to just kind of grin and bear it when the alarm goes off at 545 in the morning. Like I can't be that sympathetic for (laughs) that being hard because we all have to do hard things, right? So no judgment if you miss it every now and then, But sometimes you just got to put on your big girl pants and do it. Also, you need to be all in. So looking at how can you be all in on something that's going to have a huge impact on your life? And if you're not all in, you need to address if it's the right thing or not then. Because if you can't be all in, that's okay. But maybe this isn't the right time or maybe this isn't the right thing for you. And sometimes being all in is not a prerequisite. So for me, starting the podcast, I did not go all in on the podcast. I still have a gym that I've been running for the almost two years since the podcast started. So I've not been able to go all in on the podcast. I am half in in two things, but I made a commitment that was very clear with, I'm going to try this podcast. I'm going to see what it's like for six months. I'm going to do an episode every Monday and Wednesday. I'm never going to miss an episode and I'm just going to keep showing up and see what happens. And I told myself I would do it for six months and six months has turned into two years and it's been an amazing life-changing life-giving event in my life. So I had to look at, 
I'm being all in in this area. Like I'm going to show up with some very specific guidelines for myself and I'm going to do those things because those are the things I'm telling other people that I'm going to do and I'm going to see how that plays out. Now, if I had gotten six months in and my listenership wasn't growing and I wasn't getting positive feedback and I was not feeling joy and pride and like the energy and enthusiasm to keep going, that would be very different, but that's not what happened. So if it had turned out to be a flop that was compromising my time with my family, that was compromising expenses, maybe quitting would have been the right thing to do, but just not having enough time for it or feeling kind of tired on a Friday afternoon when I need to record, that's not a reason to quit. So having to constantly be really, really responsible for my reasons to keep going and my reasons to not give up. Super, super important because for every reason there is to move forward, there's going to be an equal reason that's way more comfortable probably to give up. So like going to a big event for me and going to London, for example, going to the Philippines, actually going to the Philippines was like a really big one. Like that was terrifying to me, but I also knew it would help me level up my game. But I was going really, really far for a week away from my family. It was quite expensive. But I knew that I had to do that if I wanted to take this podcast to the next level. And it helped me do that. So you have to be ready to be all in in those ways to make those really uncomfortable steps and leaps and learn from them, even if they don't go the way you expect. Super, super important. You also need to be looking at playing the long term game, not the short term hustle. So the short-term hustle gets super exhausting. So if you're looking at weight loss, for example, the short-term hustle might be like, I'm going to do a three-day detox. And then when that's over, you're like, no, I'm going to just keep going for like 12 days. Then I'm going to go for like a month. Like no one needs to be doing a month-long detox. I don't, I'm not really a fan of detoxes at all, but like you don't need to be going 120% every day. You need to be looking at the long-term consistent game that you can manage, not the short-term hustle for how can you get there really, really fast. That's not to say there isn't some value in doing things quickly sometimes, but you need to look at what's sustainable. So when someone comes to me and says, I'm thinking about quitting my business plan, I want to know, like, what are you doing that is burning you out if you've not been at it for very long? If you've been at it for a really long time and you're like, my passion's just totally changed. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Like, that's something different. But if you're like six months in and you're like, this is just hard, you need to reassess where you're going. You need to be playing that long-term game. Similarly, when you're looking at exercise, don't go to CrossFit five days a week. If you want to become a runner in 2018, don't sign up for a marathon, sign up for a 5k, like little steps. Once you do a 5k, then you can decide if you want to do a 10k. And then once you do a 10k, you can decide if you want to do a half marathon. And then once you do a half marathon, you can decide if you want to do a full marathon. So that's the long-term plan. Like I want to be a runner because I want to be a runner for a really long time for the mental health benefits, for the physical benefits to like have time with girlfriends, whatever the case may be for you. That's the long-term game plan, not the short-term hustle. Not like I want to train for a marathon in the next six weeks, because that's a surefire way to just cause yourself a lot of pain and a lot of frustration and actually hate your entire goal. Next, you need to check your mindset and check your self-worth. So we're going to talk about that more in just a minute. Before we do that, though, I do want to just mention something about New Year's plans, since New Year's kind of just came up here a minute ago. New Year's plans. I am going to be putting together our next mastermind group. So many of you have reached out to me asking when I'm running another shameless mom momentum mastermind. And I will be doing that in the new year. I'm very excited to get another program up and running. So I did a few of these last year in 2017. 
And we had so much fun. And it was a group where we met weekly via video conferencing on Zoom. We had a private Facebook group and we all came together for various goals. Some people had professional goals. Some people had personal goals. Some people had fitness goals, like all sorts of different things. But it was just a place for moms to come together and connect and learn from each other. I put every week on our calls, we talked about wins. We had a piece of education. And then we talked about goals for the upcoming week. And it was profound what people accomplished in a short amount of time with the support and accountability of a small group. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the no guilt mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. So if you're interested in participating in the next Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind, please shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com and I'll make sure you get on the interest list so that you get all the information as soon as it is released in the new year. So again, just shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com. And I'll make sure you get added to that list for the next Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind. Okay, so next we have checking your mindset, checking your self-worth. If you are going to be in something for the long haul, there will be obstacles. It will be hard. There will be ups and downs that are totally unpredictable. So you have to be constantly checking in with yourself, practicing consistent personal development. So that means you need to be doing something that lights you up, fires you up, helps you learn about yourself, helps you learn about human nature on a very regular basis so that you can understand what you're going through and you can understand how to keep going. That will help you find the power of perseverance. It will help you find the power of constantly moving forward and taking baby steps. It will also help you find the consistent motivation that you need, the consistent inspiration that you need. You also need to check your self-worth. You need to make sure that you really believe you can do hard things and that you really believe that you are worthy of the time and energy and investment that it will take to do something hard. And oftentimes, 
that is the biggest hurdle. The biggest hurdle can be comparing yourself, you know, for someone in a really small business to compare themselves to people who are doing things in bigger businesses. It's really easy to want to quit right away because you're like, I'm just one person. I'm just teeny tiny. Like I can't compare to these other big companies. Why even try? Or if you're thinking of your own like health and wellness goal, you might think like, oh man, like my friend Cindy, she just lost 50 pounds. Like I don't even know where to start. Cindy already lost 50 pounds. I haven't even started. And what's funny about these kinds of things is that we think that like, well, now that Cindy lost 50 pounds, like I can't lose 50 pounds, like as if there's only 50 pounds in the world to lose. So make sure you get over that real fast, because just because someone else already accomplished something that does not put any limitations on you accomplishing the same thing. So be really clear with that. Checking your self-worth is going to take work. It's going to take consistent personal development. It's going to take constant check-ins and constant reframing of your mindset and of your self-talk. So you have to be able to do that very, very consistently. So quitting is not always the wrong thing to do. And quitting is not always the easy way out. But make sure you're quitting for the right reasons. Quit because something's no longer serving you. Quit because your goals have shifted. Quit because your passion has shifted. So maybe you started out super passionate about something and you are just not into it anymore. That also could be quitting because your why no longer resonates. So I quit being a stay-at-home mom because my why changed dramatically after my son was born. I did a lot of work to set myself up to work from home and be home with him. And it was clear very quickly that that was not going to be my magic place. And so I quit being a stay-at-home mom because I knew that it was not going to serve me or my family. After four months, I was like, this is not for me. So it had to change. That wasn't me quitting because I was giving up and it wasn't me quitting because it was hard. I was quitting because it was not the right fit for me. The dream that I dreamt of when I was a little girl looked a lot different when I was a 37 year old mom trying to run two and a half businesses from home with a screaming, starving child under my foot. So literally under my foot as I was like bouncing the bouncy seat with my foot while sending emails and wondering why my child never slept long enough for me to work. So don't quit because something's hard. Don't quit because you're scared and don't quit because someone else is already doing the same thing better than you, because those are just excuses. Those are obstacles that you're going to have no matter what direction you take, no matter what choice you make, you're going to be faced with those things. So you need to get over those things. Like whatever you choose to do, that's going to take you far in life. It's going to be hard. And there's going to be some moments of fear. Also, there's always going to be people who are doing things better than you. So you got to get over your excuses and not let yourself off the hook too easy. Knowing that the most transformational things in your life will always require time and they're always going to require hard work. They're always going to have predictable ups and downs, and then they're going to require more time and more hard work. That's what makes things so transformational. Like transformation isn't powerful if it's not hard and if it doesn't take hard work and if it doesn't take time. The thing that you do, like a three-day detox is not really that transformational. People do a three-day detox and the next week they've generally lost any of the benefits of the detox because the the day after they're off the 30-day detox, they go back to their old behaviors. So it actually becomes this like blip on the radar that barely existed versus being focused in an exercise program for a year, even if it's only two or three days a week. 
that's transformational because then you're putting in consistent time, consistent hard work. You're going through those unpredictable ups and downs. Like you have a week off because you're sick. You have a week off because your kid is sick. You have a week off for vacation, but you still come back when that's over and you show up and you get back in the game, even though it's painful when you've been off for a week to show up to a workout, even though it's uncomfortable to do new things, even though it's maybe embarrassing for you to be an exercise class, being the only one doing pushups on your knees when everyone else is on their toes or being the mom in the back of the room who can't do jumping jacks because you might pee all over the floor which I'm right there with you, sister. So there's going to be these predictable ups and downs. You keep pushing through those things. And then you look back after a year and you're like, wow, that's a big deal. I did something that had a massive impact on my life this year. That doesn't happen from a three-day detox. So really look at the choices that you're making and look at the things that you're doing and consider like, how can you level up in a way that's going to really impact your life in a positive way? How can you create a goal that where you're able to put in the time and the hard work and you're able to show that consistency over time and be committed to the long-term game, not just looking for the short-term hustle at the immediate impact, the immediate results, because those immediate impact, the immediate results, they are very fleeting. And I'm telling you, even when you get them, even when you get, like, you feel like you've struck gold the next day, you feel like you got to do it all over again. And this might happen. Like if you feel like you want to do a 21 day, weight loss plan to lose 10 pounds on day 22, you're going to be like, okay, now I want to start like another 21 days to lose 10 more pounds. Like people never get to a point where they're like, now I'm really there. This has happened to me. Like when I've set up really big, powerful business goals and I've met them. And then almost immediately after that, I'm like, oh, okay. Like I did it quick celebrate. And then what's the next thing I've got to start another thing right away. So you don't get to the end and you're like, now I'm done that you're always just continuing down this path of like the next thing. What's the next step? What's the next evolution? So be really careful about thinking that any quick fix or any short hustle is going to be get you an end goal that's actually an ending. Oftentimes it gets you to an end goal that's just a stepping stone. Also be really considerate of whether or not quitting is going to serve your long-term goal and your long-term plan, because sometimes it is, sometimes quitting is the right thing for you, but sometimes it is not. So quitting could be the right thing for you because of situations in your family. Putting something on hold could be the right thing for you because of financial reasons. You know, taking a step back from a goal might be totally appropriate in light of unforeseen circumstances. That all makes sense. Those things are going to happen. But let those very clear reasons be the things that dictate your action steps, not just the obstacles of it's hard I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I don't want to get up early. I don't want to stay up late. I don't want to do the uncomfortable thing. I don't want to do the scary thing. Okay. So the next time you want to quit something, you can shoot me a little email at info at shamelessmom.com and say, Hey, Sarah, I'm thinking about quitting. (laughs) And you can ask me questions about all sorts of detailed pointed stuff. And I will send you back an email and I will say, Hey, how are you leveling up? Who are you connecting with? Who's your support system? Who have you reached out to? Who knows about this goal? Who's holding you accountable? Who's supporting you and holding your hand? Who's cheering for you? How are you challenging yourself to make this work? Because those are going to be my questions for you, because those are the really important things to consider. Not the teeny tiny little steps. The teeny tiny steps do matter, but these bigger picture questions are really what matters when it comes to persevering and finding your power to persevere over the long haul. So I hope this episode was helpful, especially as we go into the new year and people start thinking about 
things that you want to do in 2018. I'm not a huge fan of resolutions, but I do think it's important to think about what you want to accomplish in the next year and frame that in a way that's meaningful for you. It certainly does not need to be in the context of New Year's resolutions. If this has been helpful to you or you think would help someone else, please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of it from your phone and share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or on Instagram. And then you can also share it. If you go to shamelessmom.com and click on episode 189, you can get the link there. You can share that on social media and you can leave me a review and subscribe to the show, especially if this is your first time listening. If you have not subscribed yet, go ahead and go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And that will take you into Apple podcasts where you can hit the little subscribe button. So you never miss an episode. You will get our episodes as soon as they are released every Monday and Wednesday. While you're there, of course, leave that five-star review. So you're going to click on the five stars to rate the show. And then you're also going to just leave a couple sentence review. There's a little link that says write a review. Leave a couple sentences. Let me know what you love. Maybe your review will be read on air like Realtor Kim's was this week. And thank you for spending time with me. I really appreciate it. I know it's a hectic time of year. So I hope that you are able to take some time for yourself to exhale and enjoy and uh, have a little peace. And I can't wait to see you back here on Wednesday. We have a great interview with Lisa Druxman. I'm really looking forward to that. She is very shameless mom and CEO of a big company and has a fabulous new book out. So we're going to be talking about her new book. Go ahead and come back on Wednesday for that. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us 